0: Hey, it's Sarah and this is Kids These Days, a podcast brought to you by grant funding from the Kansas Department for Children and Families. Today we are talking about the visual support of expectation boards. You might also call these rules boards, safety boards, classroom rules boards, whatever. Those are all true, but in today's episode, for clarity and other reasons I'll get to in a minute, we are going to refer to them as expectation boards. Remember in episode 98, when we talked about visual schedules and how I started the episode with an overview of schedules, routines, and transitions. transitions. <laughs> so real quick, let me give you those definitions again. Schedules are the sequence of events that happen during the day, or your daily schedule, your daily vibe. Uh, routines are the procedures we engage in to get through the daily schedule. And transitions are the time spent between when one activity ends and another begins. So. When you think about the schedules, routines, and transitions that happen during your day, you know, hand-washing, getting ready for nap, playing inside-outside, putting on a coat, standing in line to go outside, et cetera, et cetera. How do the children who can't read words or your mind know what is expected of them during the scheduled routines and transitions that happen each day? How would a sub or a new teacher know what is expected of the children? like what behaviors or actions are appropriate during the schedule routines and transitions in the program. And how would that sub or new teacher know how to guide the children through those expectations during the schedules, routines, and transitions of the day? How about some visual prompts, right? One of those visual environmental prompts is you guessed it, expectation boards. So when you first started your job or a job, you were most likely given a list of duties and or expectations, right? These duties or expectations told you what to do and how to do it in order to succeed in your position. You might revisit those duties or expectations from time to time, check in on your progress, you know, maybe once or twice a year evaluation with your supervisor. Well, when we remember and apply that idea, you know, this idea that play is the work of children, and we apply that same line of thinking you know providing duties and expectations at the start and throughout then that's when we're talking about expectation boards right remember young children's brains are not able to process and remember abstract concepts like detailed multi-step sequences or complicated rules when everyone understands the expectations of the classroom and those expectations are taught and reinforced consistently by all teachers in the room, children and adults learn and grow. So, you know, expectation boards, they provide children that visual reminder representation of what's expected when they engage in certain areas or with certain materials throughout the room, right? It shows them how to be safe in certain areas and with specific materials, how to treat peers, how to use materials in specific ways. Earlier I said that some people call these rules boards, but I'm calling them expectation boards. Well, let's talk about why. When I think of a rule, I think of black and white. No mistakes allowed, my way or the highway. But when I think of expectation, I think about looking forward to or anticipating or the probability that something will occur. Right, so when we apply this to guiding and directing children, By having expectations instead of rules, we're able to provide children guidance on what we want to see happen while allowing them for making mistakes and just figuring it out. So some guidelines to keep in mind when creating an expectations board. They can be used for the classroom or with one individual child who might need extra support with things like separation, transition, napping, um, taking turns, etc. You want to make sure that each expectation it must be positively stated, right? You know, we want we want we want it to tell them what to do instead of what not to do. So we're going to say use your walking feet to keep your body safe instead of we don't run. Which goes along with this next step of big big rule, little rule. So really anything that is an expectation or a rule in your classroom you always want to be able to tie it back to safety because when children understand physical safety they begin to understand emotional safety so you know the big rule little rule or big expectation little expectation um, you know we tie that back to safety right the so the little rule is or the little expectation is we keep our feet on the floor And then the big rule, big expectation, is to keep our body safe, right? So I'm always tying it back to safety. And unlike when we talked about visual schedules, expectations boards, they don't need to be displayed in a completely linear or horizontal fashion. Again, like we talked about with visual schedules. But you do want, if there's a sequence of events to the expectation, then you you absolutely want to have all of those displayed beside each other in order, all at one time. And again, just like we've talked about with visual schedules and so many other things, real pictures really should accompany the written words that are used to describe that expectation. Remember, children are visual processors. They have to see themselves or someone they know engaging in that activity to begin to make that connection with it, to really understand, oh, That's what it looks like to use a gentle touch. That's me using a gentle touch. That's Sarah using a gentle touch. I know, Sarah. I can make that connection. For infants and young toddlers, your expectation board really should have no more than one to three. Um, Three might even be pushing it. (laughs) You know, again, always tying it back to safety. You know, we use walking feet to keep our bodies safe. We use gentle touches to keep our bodies safe. We use listening ears to keep our bodies safe. For older toddlers in preschool, school age, you know, you're looking at no more than three to five. And when it's age appropriate, you can encourage those children to share their expectations for an area or a material. Like, how could we be safe when we're playing outside or what's some things we can try when we want to take a turn? You know, just like us with adults, when children help define those expectations, they're more likely to follow them. So I mean, that was really a pretty short and sweet version of expectation boards. Um, You know, we have several trainings out there, ITSN does, that talks a little more in depth about expectation boards and gives some examples. Um, We are currently revamping our website, so hoping to get some picture examples up there for you as well. So be sure that you tune in next week um, when we're going to be talking about how to use timers and songs during transitions. Take care. Kids These Days is a co-production of the Casito Kits Infant Toddler Specialist Network and the Casito Workforce Development Programs. These programs are supported through a grant from the Kansas Department for Children and Families, Child Care, and Early Education Services. However. Information or opinions expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the position or policy of the agency, and no official endorsement should be inferred. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or want to share your practice related to this or a previous episode, please email us at Kids These Days Pod at gmail and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kids These Days Pod and Twitter at KTD Pod. Be sure to check out the Be sure to check out the resources for the episode in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by Sarah Holmes. Music track Hackbeat by Kevin McLeod.